0: I think I was good. Hey,
1: welcome to Rum and... God damn it.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? Take four.
1: <clears throat> welcome to Run and... What
0: you <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. This is why we only do this every six months. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rum and Cinema.
1: I'm joined, as always, <laughs> by Nate and Jake.
0: Nate?
2: Ben, Jake, what the fuck? You. Come on. Keep know. it together. Just give uh, me joy in my life. Speaking of joy in your life,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the... These fine movies. <laughs>
1: well,
2: yeah, no, nobody No, her, knows, her, okay, her name is, is
1: Joy. No, we get it. This is the second take we had to do because I accidentally deleted the whole first one. And we introed what the movie was and now <laughs> we had Jake on a really good monologue. And, which which uh, I'm
2: keeping and you're pasting in. I was yeah, going to say, gonna you, you
0: still have it. Jake didn't fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I still have it. No, it did just stop right in the middle. That's on we you. didn't really get to the point.
2: No.
1: So we're going to talk about a movie today called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It was probably all of our favorite movies of the year. Movie of the year, so far. Um, I don't think it'll be top for a while. Jake called it a decade's worth of the best movie.
2: I agree. A decade easy. It's... um. You agree with yourself? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, normally I do. Hope so. <laughs> but I don't know, because every, every person that I know that's seen this movie has just loved it. And it's it's one of those movies that you see it and you, you think about it constantly, like every day. You, at some point, you're thinking Everywhere. about that movie. Huh. I get it. <laughs> but I don't know, it just it just hits you and it makes you like, just the movie itself and how they did it and also the message for the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, the message I think is really important. Uh, First thing I wanna talk about is the the way that the movie balances being what feels like the most original movie we've seen in a long time and also paying homage to a lot of movies and movie types like multiverses, um, uh, the idea of like the one like Neo in the Matrix. Do you think they did that successfully? And if so, how do you think that happened?
2: Well, to put my uh, fresh take on it, yes, i I think that they absolutely nailed the balance. And I would like to point out that I think the idea of a multiverse movie is somewhat it's it's not old yet, but it's certainly in the you know, in the past couple of years, we've seen a lot of content, TV shows, movies, especially and mostly from Marvel, that, that feature the multiverse. Uh, actually, that the same, uh, at the same time in theaters, there was Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So mm-hmm. it was interesting because you could have gone to see Doctor Strange and it would have been the second best multiverse movie you've seen in a week. I but, don't know if it's the second best multiverse movie you've seen in a week.
1: What, what else would you have seen? Literally anything else. I did not like that
0: movie at all. Well, all right. We're coming back. I mean, to all that. movies take Crash. place inside of the multiverse. If...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're in a multiplex, isn't everything in the multiverse?
2: <laughs> Anyways, movie. All right. We're coming back to Doctor Strange because I thought it was good. We're not. Oh, man. No, we, we are. I run the ship. We are. So we I can run this fucking.
0: Ship. You. This is a mutiny. <laughs> we're going to talk about this trash.
1: <laughs> but. Joke's you on you, me... listener. It's we're now teeth. a Doctor Strange <laughs> multiverse movie. <laughs> No, you're, 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 in, you're
2: in the wrong multiverse. put Jake down and then yeah, okay, move right.
1: on. Oh, Nate's on my side?
2: Yeah, we're doing this, Jake. <laughs> Look, Professor X cameo? Are you kidding me? Oh uh, my god.
0: You know, at what point is Marvel just going to have someone come into the theater and jerk you off? I, it's, so, <laughs> it's so boring.
2: What? You thought Doctor Strange was boring.
0: Yes, I thought the concept of it was that part was the most boring part of the movie because it completely stopped the story. I'm Mm tired. I think it's boring for Marvel to have to like throw away any semblance of good editing in order to put in like every Easter egg that people want. I don't know if you're aware, but the John Kaczynski like Mr. Fantastic thing was also just a huge fan service bullshit. Like, that's who everyone wanted. They were like, everyone was like, yeah, he's the perfect. So they did it just because people wanted it. I'm just fucking, I'm tired of it.
2: I think it's, It's, I think it's a fun way that everything
0: is shit movie. It's,
2: I'm tired of it. I think it's a fun way that they can, because like, I don't particularly care about those cameos, uh, like who it was and who was playing them. I think it was cool for them, if a bit like, uh, I, I don't know. I like I, I feel like they were doing it because they have to show off how powerful Scarlet Witch is. Mm-hmm. And that that was the point of it was that she needs to just blow through the Avengers without her actually blowing through the Avengers because how does that but, fit storyline wise?
1: I feel like she did that already by taking the yeah. the stone out of Vision's head and if you watch WandaVision, that whole See that it.
2: that's the problem. They need to convey that to people who haven't seen Wandavision. Oh, the the I first thirty minutes of the
1: Scarlet Witch being in there and them literally going over the whole
2: of Wandavision wasn't enough. I haven't seen Wandavision, so I didn't know if they it's went over amazing. the whole thing. That's what I hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, they, they, they did enough. It They could have done so many other things. I, I, I see what you're saying. It's a it's a cool way to do it, but it I'd rather have like one cameo that actually weaved into the story. Like yep. Mordo was fine, but like having just throwing away all these characters, it's just,
1: I thought it would have been a better movie if it was told from Scarlet witch's point of view and Scarlet, Witch was the main character and the antihero. And then Dr. Strange was called in to stop her rather than the other way around. Like Dr. Strange being the, cause no one gives a shit about Dr. Strange. I, feel I like. do. He's, He's one boring. of my
0: favorites he is one of my favorite characters and I haven't really liked a single one of his movies.
1: Right. <laughs> they he's don't know what to do with character. him. He's so cool, yes. but they don't
0: know what to do with him at all. Like he's yeah. best his, my favorite part of Dr. Strange in the MCU is his like 32nd fight with Thanos. I'll just watch that <laughs> clip sometimes, but I don't care to go watch Dr. Strange again. Cause it's fucking yeah. boring except for like the scene where he gets dumped through the multiverse in the first movie. That's the only good part of that movie.
1: And they really only played with the multiverse in one scene in this Oh movie, my God, the biggest Where they like jump the through all the scenes. Sin. That was it.
0: What a tease. Yeah. I saw that trailer. This, Marvel keeps doing this. This is why I'm mad at them. I saw that, that trailer with
2: that scene and I was like, fuck yeah. And they were like, mm-hmm. that's all you get. Fuck you. For I mean, in what way would jumping through the multiverse a bunch of times, which for the record, they couldn't because she couldn't control her powers until the very end.
0: You could have you said she can't control her powers and jump through the multiverse and do different things. Yeah, Scarlet, Witch, like- Scarlet Witch can access them through the multiverse. She could have chased them across 10 different cool multiverses and we could have seen mm-hmm. cool shit.
1: Like everything Ever All at Once did. Yeah. They brought you into it. You got to live it for a while. You got to experience character development. And we then they brought it back to, to the main story in an Earth. interesting
2: way. <laughs> it's
0: fucking like from, a, just, from a budgeting like,
2: perspective. Whoa. P-
0: they could have cut know. out one fucking cameo. They could have cut out what's his? Uh, what, I already forgot his name. John Krasinski. Fantastic. They could have cut out John Krasinski and put in two more multiverses. They could have. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet Sir Patrick did it for free, but but of all the did. rest of them, fuck them.
1: And he did it in the fuck yellow em. one from the animated series.
0: Oh my fucking god! Uh, uh, I think it you doesn't think not even look good on screen?
1: No, because it was supposed to be animated.
0: Fucking bullshit.
1: So that's this how is multiverse a, is done wrong. How multiverse is done right is everything everywhere all at once. And I think we can all agree that the way that they handled so many different like it feels like if you try to explain this movie to somebody I've tried like the plot it's very difficult, right?
2: Yeah, I I found that difficult when people, you know, cuz I'm telling people like, "Oh, you got to go see this movie. It's like, blah blah blah." And they're like, "Oh, what's it about?" And I'm like, uh, "It's it's go, it's just, kind just of a kung it. fu movie." That's,
0: yeah. I started saying this to yeah. someone, and I was like, "But I don't want you to not watch it because I said that. Like, I love a good kung fu movie, but like, and it, it's definitely, it's mostly a kung fu sci fi movie, mm-hmm. but you know, so is the Matrix. So mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't quite encapsulate what it is.
1: I saw. I think I saw this on Reddit or Twitter or something, but I kept telling people it's John Wick, but with feelings, and I think that was the best way I could describe it without ruining it for anybody or setting them up for failure for what to expect. Um, I like that. And, and
0: then it'll probably get them excited and yeah. that it points to the really good, uh, fight choreography. But other than that, I, don't, I think I don't get it as much. But, uh,
1: so yeah, I mean the fight choreography and then the feelings part is the second half or the third yeah. act. If you want to say that, um, I think if you say the matrix, but with feelings, people would have a negative connotation cause there's only been one good matrix movie. That's true. Um, yeah. So I picked John Wick because everybody loves John Wick.
0: The, ma- the feelings are what ruined the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I think they. So yeah, good. I was just say I think they did the homage. It's part of the one of the amazing things, the great things about, like actually committing to, the concept that the multiverse can be literally like anything can everything and every everything is happening in the multiverse they were able to do the some fun like genre uh homages but they actually are happening that makes Mm -hmm. it so much more fun like obviously the rakakuni uh like it's it's hilarious that that she she says it and then they take that and they're like oh it's not it's not just some random tangent She says this, it's a funny joke, but then her mind is on it. So we actually go visit that and it's really happening somewhere. So it's not just an homage for, it's not just a reference for a reference's sake. It's actually ties into the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything had to be there, which one of the things I think is that it, sometimes it felt kind of long, but not in the sense where I would cut anything. You know what I mean? I think it was just, they had a lot to say and you needed to say all of it for it to count and matter the way it did like at the end it all pays off but there were some times in the movie where i was like "Mm, it's a little
2: long it was it was definitely a long movie but once it once it picked up like as soon as they're in the elevator Mm. it never stops Mm -hmm. uh and and so like even even when the like the action slows down it's still like like tense like what's gonna happen you know so, so, even when there's not like constant action, you're still just like waiting at the edge of your seat yeah
0: on my on my first watch like like after the as soon as they got in the elevator, I was never not i was never tent... or never not on the edge of my seat like I was never waiting for it to end. the second yeah. time I saw it, there were a couple scenes that stretched out, but like it's on the first watch, it's like it's a perfectly paced,
1: yeah absolutely
0: on the second watch um, the the like the conclusion at the end in the the breakdown scene in the laundromat is a little long but even that that's pretty much it for me mm-hmm. because when they're in the office building it's it's nonstop it's what a good kung fu movie does like the action rests but then it goes again
1: yeah yeah it had it had moments that were kind of like the raid if you've ever seen that where they just go through like piles of people and then they take a break and piles of people and then they take a break if you like kung fu movies uh watch the raid that thing is impressive it's like just them literally going through a building and killing everybody in sight. It's incredible. Um, I think it also did a really good job of tackling a really tough issue, which is um, the the kind of disconnect between generations in a family and what's expected of them. Uh, we have Joy, the girl, who is um, dating a, a, a girl at this point in time. And... Her mother doesn't seem to accept it, or she doesn't accept her father accepting it. At least, when um, yeah, introduce I, I, the first I, time, I, it's her friend. It's like I, I feel like,
2: it. yeah, I was gonna say, the, I, I, it's hard to tell where the mother stands on it. At, at any rate, she like doesn't actively have a problem with it, even if maybe she's not like super thrilled about it. But she, mm-hmm. but she seems whatever. She's willing to let it happen, but she's she definitely is definitely willing to like hide it and got to keep it a secret because she's right. afraid of her what her father will say
1: right she's putting like her own honor above her daughter's I think, happiness
2: i think my favorite part about
0: that was the like line they connect between her world expanding and having a problem with it there's this uh, scene where she, when she first meets uh what's her name i can't remember the name of the the villain joy's alter ego joy Oh, jambuč, um, yeah. Jumbuch, jambuč,
1: jambucha, something
0: like that. <laughs> Kombucha. Just cut it. Jumbucha. I mean, Jumbucha. she de- the mother definitely said that at some point. Uh, yep. I mean, that's a running. But uh, when she like she first meets her and she makes some reference about her dating Jobu. a girl, Jobu, yep. Jobu Chupaki. Yep. Uh, yeah, the first thing when the mom sees her and she makes a reference to her her being gay and she's like you're seriously hung up on that in this universe? <laughs> like that's her first reaction. It just like draws a great line between like, yeah, like if you actually, uh, I don't know, have some sense of how big the world is, this is just not a big deal.
1: Yes. I think that's a interesting point you bring up. It's like, I think it's the thesis of the film um, is, and, and she says it, Evelyn says it to Joy, uh, better versions of them are just as insignificant because there's so many of them. So their differences are equally important. Yeah. Like like they, they start with this like nihilistic look at it. That's Joy's look and the bagel of, and, and I think the Daniels who directed and wrote this, Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert probably, um, they say that they think Joy sees everything everywhere all at once is like the internet and the way that people our age and younger have grown up where you can have everything everywhere all at once. And that includes the bad things. Um, comparing yourself to others and social media and like, you know, all the classic now classic um, thoughts about how media is affecting us and how electronics and technology is affecting us socially. Um, And the everything bagels is all consuming black hole that she wants to fall into, which I think is a nice way to talk about um, negative thoughts that come from media and technology and teen suicide and, things like this where where you don't know who to talk to, you don't know who to turn to, and when you go on the internet, all you see are the things that feed into that because it's this loop of we want to keep you on this app, so we're going to keep showing you things that you click on. Um, and that also ties into the end where Evelyn tells her we don't need to compare ourselves because there's infinite versions of ourselves and we're all, as, we're all equal because we're all insignificant in some way, in a good way. Um, and I thought that was a really, really well put interesting way to show that without being too heavy handed or without being able to be connected to by a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I didn't even, uh, like, yeah, there's, there's so many themes with that part, with that part in particular that that one, like the social media or internet one, I didn't even draw, but yeah, as soon as you say it, I'm like, yeah, like even the part of her, like kind of wanting to look at it, Wanting to go back Mm -hmm. to it, like the desire to just give up was, yeah, it works.
1: And the only person telling her not to was Evelyn. Everyone else in that room was telling her to do it, which again falls back to that, you know, predatory way that apps want to keep you in with whatever you're clicking on most recently. And then you have the opposite, which brings joy to the world being her name, uh, Wayman's unconditional kindness and attempt at problem solving through that kindness is what carries this movie and what changes Evelyn's perspective, I think, on life and allows her to connect with her daughter again. Um, how, did, how did you enjoy the way Wayman was portrayed in the different multiverses and how that all kind of tied together? He, he felt like a background character to me, which was good because there were a lot of scenes where we were focused on Evelyn, but in the background, uh, like in the scene where uh, there's an angry customer in the front house of the um, laundromat and Evelyn's watching that movie that's in the laundromat and behind her, there's a guy that's super pissed off and Wayman goes up and like makes a joke and then they start dancing and then they just walk away. Like Wayman's just bringing joy to everybody. Um, I
2: thought that was a really cool way to put it. How how
1: did you feel about Wayman's portrayal
2: in this movie? I liked him because it's like you said, he's, he felt like he was the background character he felt like you know kind of the butt of the jokes he's just this goofy guy and it, it like it's cool that he got to have his his spotlight as you know the, the one who like introduced this uh this multiverse hopping and so in a sense he was sort of the hero there but i think his biggest contribution is just being like, he's the background character of this goofy guy that just wants to bring happiness and joy. And I think that's where he was most important because he was the one in the end who, you know, he was the source of that. And he's the one who made them eventually connect in the end. Because uh, I I read something about the the googly eyes. And that was that was all started by him. Hmm. He was the one putting googly eyes on things. And that sort of ended up being the catalyst for... What finally made them connect, uh, and you know what? What sort of brought a resolution to everything and allowed them to find peace?
1: Yeah, and she put it on her forehead and like brought that yeah. into herself and made it part of her. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She quit like resenting him for being this goofy guy, and then saw like the value that all this brings of just, you know, what he's he was he was the catalyst for all of that. So in a way, and even even in the way that it happened, he was still, you know, just this background character. But really, uh, he's the hero of the story. Yeah,
0: I think they all, even like even more than that. They they kind of led you, brought you around to like appreciating that. Because at the beginning, his his goofiness is kind of annoying, and gets in the way. Specifically, the googly eyes, like it's funny, but also if you're a more serious person, she, like she's annoyed at the beginning. It it's also annoying that she has to take them off, you know, and like. And yeah, by the end, that ends up saving the day, and it's similar. Like he, he charms that guy, but then he's like dancing, and she's like, "Fucking customers are doing shit." Like, <laughs> like it, it's it 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 becomes it goes from like being uh, annoying the main character to like being being the savior, and yeah. and potentially annoying annoying like uh, you like or not annoying you, but like it seems like pointless uh, or like immature and it childish. Becomes, yeah, 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 and it becomes clear that like it's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't really see what he's doing with it. You just see like she sees, right? Yeah. At the beginning, you just see silliness. But when you watch it again and see some of those things, you're like, oh, like he brought the cookies to the IRS lady, and she's like, why the fuck? What? No. Yeah. And like. Yeah. And then she and then she
2: starts eating them, and you know, she's still gruff about it, but his, you know, his goofiness and it's it's yeah, you're right. It seems like he's not serious about anything, but everywhere he goes, he makes things better.
1: And him mentioning the divorce to um, the IRS lady, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Deirdre, um, is what brings her around to not pressing charges because she knows what a divorce is like. And like it's just that like human connection he has that she didn't seem to have, at least at the beginning. She does at the end. But she didn't even have it with her own daughter and her husband. Like She had no real connection, which is why she was a good jumper, which is what they needed. But I think that's an interesting... Um, thematic element they used, I really like that.
0: That's um, when you when you first brought up uh, dealing with difficulty, it just—I I don't know if you had more on the on on that that theme specifically, but uh,
1: dealing with difficulty.
0: But but uh, oh, go ahead. No, you got it. I cut all this out right here. No, nope, really <laughs> this, this is the intro. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say that uh, what I thought you were going to say was. Also dealing with like the concept of like existential dread in a multiverse, uh, which I thought they also did amazingly. Like, you know, to me, I was so blinded by that. Like, that's all I saw in the theme of like the bagel and just the, and it doesn't have to be a multiverse, like de- dealing with the, the like existential dread of being in a, you know, meaningless universe, like being an universe with no inherent meaning uh, multiverse yeah. just like puts a magnifying glass on that. And lots of a, anyone and any show that does the multiverse tries to like hand wave at that because that's like it's it's obvious, but none of them ever do it well except maybe like Rick and Morty, but that's all yeah. it, it, it comes and goes <laughs> with them. like it tells you at the beginning, but then it kind of goes away. but like this they really focus on it like the main character their conflict is that they or the main villains conflict. Is that they've seen that head on more than anyone else, how like pointless an individual's life is and they just are like, Well, what do I do now?
1: Yeah. I think that ties back into technology too, because the first person who had that, the first person who ever experienced that was a young person, right? Mm. She who is so like in our in our actual like non movie world, we're us younger people are so connected to our phones and technology and like can feed everything to ourselves if we want to, right? Mm. Whereas in her case, she just adapted to the multiverse faster than anybody else. And she was able to do a lap before anybody could even finish it. Mm. And I think that thought and how much different it was for her to go through it than for her mom to go through it. Um, And the fact that her mom like leaned into it in order to go through it, like, like had to, had to become joy to understand joy. Like it's a feeling of empathy um, essentially being, being kind of showcased there. And, I think that they do a really good job of using, like, absurdity and, like, crazy far-out ideas to bring some very, like, foundational, fundamental things to light. Um, You know, we talk about the funny ways that they jump, you know, landing on a butt plug the right way or... Yeah. um, Eating chapstick. uh,
2: The the, the first one of, yeah, of eating that chapstick, and you're like... Because that was the first... Because before that, it was like... Okay, we're watching this movie. It's it's clearly funny. It's clearly uh, like kind of sci-fi, but mm-hmm. then he does that, and you're like, it's also just absurd. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. and then the uh, the next one that did it for me was uh, when he he's busted out the fanny pack and started doing karate with it. Oh yeah. Like that was so good. Yeah, you you know that movie like doesn't I, it it can handle such serious themes so well but it also isn't afraid to just not take itself seriously at all
1: i think that's why i gravitated towards it because i'm a huge south park fan and i feel like south park does the same thing with like dick jokes where it just does it with like dicks on hands um (laughs) and i think that they do this obviously you know deals with some pretty heavy stuff in south park episodes and every once in a while do as well but right, I just love that idea of using absurdity to make you realize something you're not even. It's like, um, like you can watch, uh, uh, like I'm just a bill from like Schoolhouse Rock, but you know you're learning something, so you're kind of like, man, eh, it's cool. But, yeah, yeah. But they made it a song, and now you're like, oh fuck yeah, dude, I love music. Like let's make this a song, and it's like a cartoon. It's kind of fun, you know, Magic School Bus style. Like you gotta, it's like peanut butter putting pill, pills, pills peanut butter, you know, for dogs, <laughs> or
2: or. You know. you know, some of us just like peanut
1: butter. Yeah, dude. I put pills in it, but.
2: Some of us just like pills. <laughs> some
1: of us. <laughs> you guys use peanut butter? What a waste. <laughs> yeah, I think this like uh, absurdity corn dog of goodness that they fed us is really, really well done. And honestly, it's like this perfect uh, vehicle for this message because it doesn't feel heavy handed at all. It feels very genuine. And like, I cried during this movie. It was, it hit me so hard. And like, I felt such a part of what was happening and it was, it was incredible. I loved it.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's emotionally heavy. And cause I remember like leaving the theater and I had gone with a friend and afterwards we just sort of like looked at each other and we both just kind of shrugged. And then it's like, all right. you know, like, we couldn't even talk about it at the time. We, before we even talked about the movie, we had to just sit on it and, you know, think about it for a while. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's hard to untangle too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that, that delivers the, the corn dog as, as we're referring to it, I guess is like the, that they, they really like commit to it. They don't ever, <clears throat> they don't ever. I think that i am tried, I was trying to think of uh smirk at it really like be like, Oh, we're doing this now. Like oh, yeah. they, there, there's like almost when, uh, joy and, um, I can't remember the the father's name,
1: uh, Waymond, Waymond. Joy,
0: joy and Waymond are watching the, the fight with the butt plug and they're commenting on it, but they're still, they're very earnest and they are taking it seriously. They're like realizing mm-hmm. it, but they're not being like, Oh, this is ridiculous. They're never, I don't think there's a scene where they're, they're smirking at it.
1: They never marvel it. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. They never like, eh, eh, like they never do yeah. that. Yeah, You always take oh. it seriously because they take it seriously.
0: Yeah, and like that's you would take it seriously. You'd be like, yep. what the fuck is going on? Uh, yep. They're not like we're in a movie. They're like, they're like, oh, crazy shit is happening.
1: Yeah, uh, a little behind baseball, uh, right here, inside baseball. What the fuck? You guys didn't even know that one. Inside baseball, here we're filming, we're recording two episodes at once this Everything Everywhere, all at once, and Nope. And I feel like the ties that we're talking about for Nope and this are going to be very similar as far as how the cast reacts to what's going on in front of them. This feels like how someone would actually react, just as I feel in Nope is how a person would react to what goes on in Nope. And we'll go into that more in that episode so we don't spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it. But I think that if you watch these movies, and feel that same thing. Like these they feel very similar in that sense, which is why I think I like them so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe as a, I was just gonna say as a quick aside, because I'm not sure where this will fit in. I think when uh, when Joy does, what the way that Joy, like hops multiverses, is some of the best like cinematography mm-hmm. that I've. It's just brilliant, especially because it sticks out of my head. Like when. When she's sitting at the bar and then she starts tilting her head like she's oh, changing God. channels. And then it just shows like different versions of her and she's just tuning in on the right one. And then she finds it and then she just gets up and walks out. So good. Incredible. So incredible. Yeah. Just little right. things like I'd, that that stick yeah, with you. Yeah, I had to throw that in there before it got lost in the ether.
1: No, I love that. I think that's a very good point to bring up is like they yeah. did such an interesting way to do everything. And like everything feels very thought out and purposeful, and yeah, I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah we haven't even that. Nah, we haven't even like gotten into the style of the movie. Like, it's a very stylish movie. Yeah, it's it's every every part of it. Like, the, even the the plain world. It's it it definitely like is the most mundane world. They re- <laughs> yeah. they did really well at like uh, putting you in there before you jump into into insanity. And, like, obviously, they don't have, like, the same budget as uh, movies that wasted it. But they they still did a lot with it.
2: Like, I, it, if, it, I, I think had, if they had a uh, huge
0: budget, they, they we could have seen some really wild shit.
2: Yeah. I, I think it would have been more wild in terms of, you know, maybe the universes that they're showing us. Mm. But I don't think, like, effects-wise, I don't think it could have been improved on. So,
1: interesting you talk about the VFX uh, there were five people that worked on the VFX total none of them went to school for it they just learned how to do it through tutorials online well that's
2: all you need like just yeah it just proves like the idea
1: wins out and it looked great too like you don't point at it and be like man you know it's crap. yeah VFX. yeah
2: there, there was nothing on there where I was like this kind of looks funny you know yeah. yeah I also saw that they they shot the movie in 38 days that's incredible that's
1: nuts. Twenty-five million dollar estimated budget.
0: I mean, I guess it's only like two locations, plus, yeah. plus sites. But Let's yeah, Doctor
1: Strange's budget was two hundred million dollars.
0: I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that low, honestly. But yeah, it's, well, uh, it's Doctor Strange, right? Yeah,
1: calm down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great.
1: So I assume uh, we'd all sure. recommend this movie.
2: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'd I'd recommend this movie. I'd put it in my, I, I'm I'm putting it in my top three movies of all time. Same. That's that's without uh, without thinking about it. And if I if I really sat and stood on it, I feel like it would probably be higher up on that list. Mm-hmm. Same. I
1: my top three right now are in Bruges. Number one, obviously. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Number two. And parasite number
0: three. Dang, recent. If I had to
1: pick, yeah, yeah, the last two were. They just stood out. To parasite? me, parasite was, was incredible. Very,
0: I was gonna say I I do, I I don't want to purely shit on Marvel. It's just on my mind because we were talking about it, and I just saw Thor. Uh, but but it's not just that. It's it's every major every major like uh, what do you franchise right now yeah like i wonder if if there is if we're seeing like a a very specific reaction to like for of sincerity in movies as a reaction Mm -hmm. to like what the mainstream currently is
1: i think that's a really interesting point um I, i i think it used to be that movies were the place where independent stories were told the best right um, probably like ni- '80s and '90s and early 2000s, there was a lot of indie movies that came up that were incredible, that relied on story and people loved. I think today those are happening on short series, uh, limited series. You know, Apple TV Plus buying up Severance or Netflix buying up Stranger Things. That kind of I think those are turning into shows now, mm. and movies are either becoming garbage that they're just gonna release on streaming services, like straight to video is now straight to streaming. They just want to book up their library. Call out the app. A, <laughs> <laughs> a known IP that they can just suckle at. Or every once in a while you get a movie like this, but these are becoming rarer and rarer. I, I think you're right that they have a voice now that more, more people are willing to listen to and ready to listen to. But I still feel like they're happening less often than they would have 15, 20 years ago.
0: But yeah, even even the known IP stuff, uh, like it doesn't have. It could be known IP and not like smirk at it, but they just yeah. it's like it's part of the formula for some reason. It
2: has to be. Like well, Marvel got it right. It, once. I think it's become yeah, it, that's quicker. It. Was... yeah, Yeah, it's it's become quicker and easier just to release a spectacle. Yeah. So so when they drop a Marvel movie, you know what they're they're not catering to Marvel fans anymore at the start they were because that's that's you know okay we need to reel these people in blah 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 but now everybody goes and sees marvel movies right and so they don't care if marvel fans like it because marvel fans are a small community they care about the mainstream that likes it and the mainstream just shows up to see a bunch of action a bunch of funny jokes little things like that and and mm-hmm. so and it's Quicker and easier for them to just churn out a bunch of comedy action flicks with no real substance because that's what more people want to see. That's not what Marvel fans want to see, but that's what more people want to see.
0: It's less Marvel fans and more movie fans. Like not like you know not popcorn movie fans. Like (laughs) I don't care if they shit on the Marvel the Marvel uh, the. The source material. I mean, I care if they shit on it, but I don't care if they change it. I care if they write a story that's coherent and and like has some drama in it and not just comedy. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I mean I agree, but also movie fans, like real movie fans, are also the minority of people. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's, go I'm just saying it's movies. it's
0: it's not specifically Marvel that bugs me about it. It's the it's the lack of like effort in the movie part
1: well yeah. and also like what stakes are there in a movie when i know i already know what 2027 this character is going to be in a movie i don't give a shit mm. like i know they're going to be fine i, I mean, think that's the you other know problem the good, movies. you
0: know the the heroes are going to be fine you knew the heroes are going to be fine in everything everywhere but did i yeah i didn't have a doubt in my mind that you didn't that think that, that gonna, there was a chance
1: joy would fall into the no wagon? i didn't
0: i didn't Oh, I, I was shocked I when she, she went did. in but I I yeah. because I was like I was surprised they went that far but I didn't think she was going to no. know. I I I'll give the movie a lot of credit but I don't give it that much credit. I didn't think okay, that she was going to stay dead.
1: But you don't like like with this not being part of an IP at the time I'm sure it is now but you didn't you you wouldn't have expected everything to go well all the time. That, yeah, that that's true. Sense. I mean, yeah, no, like, I
0: see what you're saying. Like there, there can be tragic stories.
1: Yes. Stakes are, stakes are an option. Yeah. Stakes are. An Whereas stakes are off the menu if you're a Marvel
2: movie. Yeah. That's fair.
1: And then the one time they do it, everybody's like, oh my God, that was
2: incredible. Yeah. They had to retcon the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they conti- exactly. will
0: continue to. Exactly. I, All right. I, so I, we- yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No. Nope. Oh, no. I, I was just going to say, I, you know the at the point where we're laughing at the third retcon inside of the movie, it's a little it's a little too yeah. much.
1: Yeah, it's a little obvious at that point. Um so would you recommend this movie? Uh, we all said yes. Uh, yes. what would you drink with this movie?
0: Alright, these get it gets harder and harder the more I like the movie because it's very complicated. Uh, mm-hmm. but the my my thinking was a uh, Bloody Mary, because uh, it's hard to get it's 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 kind of hard to make right, and you can mm-hmm. fuck it up pretty bad. And everyone is trying to make them and putting way too much shit in and ruining it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. Yeah, at the Minnesota Twins baseball stadium, they have a margarita or a Bloody Mary that has a full cheeseburger. And like a pickle on it, and some chicken nuggets,
2: I think, or hot dogs. I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah, that's the. But that's exactly it. Yeah. (laughs) See, I don't. I don't think those things are improved by putting them together. No. No. You 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 do it just so you can take a picture of it and say, Uh which don't get me wrong, I'm not like calling that out. Yes, it's a spectacle. It's the Marvel movies of drinks. Although at a baseball game for thirty bucks, if you get a cheeseburger.
1: Some other stuff and a drink. You're, you're. All right. oh, yeah. I'm now you're just that. being economical. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta travel once to the but, bar to get food. But <laughs> if your
0: cheeseburger <laughs> this bun is soaked in tomato juice, is it really a good deal? It's on the toothpick above.
2: It's not like soaked. There's uh, like a clothing. lot of risk. Well, no. Yeah, risk. you, you, you try and you eat the toppings out of it with a fork. You stir the <laughs> soaked bun into <laughs> the bloody mary, <laughs> and now it becomes a bloody borscht. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Bloody
1: Borscht is my vote. Um, (laughs) I paired an espresso martini because at the beginning of the movie, she was so wrapped up in her world and like frantic like an espresso would be. And at the end, I think she just wanted to slowly take it in. It was still a lot of panic, but she was slowly taking it in. So I went espresso martini, but I like Bloody Mary better. So that's going to be the title. Nice. All right. So everything, everywhere, all at once. We'd recommend you watch it. We all think it's a amazing top
2: whatever movie we've ever seen. It's also still not
0: in theaters, but if it is, go see it again. Just give
2: no. They're in. they're actually doing a rerun of it in theaters starting this weekend. So. Eight extra minutes. Right. This Damn. weekend being uh, August first weekend in
1: August, in July. Last weekend in July.
2: I'm sure it'll be the. Out uh, Hopefully, I get it out by then. Yeah. Right. The. uh... I will say also recommendation to go see this movie is kind of strange because this is one of those movies where I would say you shouldn't be listening to this without having seen it. Uh, We didn't didn't
0: get too much into it. Like, honestly, I bet if you go back and listen to this and pretend like you haven't seen the movie, it's very confusing still. (laughs) We're talking about uh, bagel. (laughs) We didn't didn't really get into specific scenes. Yeah, we we, we said the googly eyes a lot, but we didn't say the scene where and a bunch of shit. We didn't yeah. talk about Jenny Slate. We didn't nope. talk about... Oh my God, so good. We, we're yeah, just talking worked, about a bagel. That's, that makes no sense.
1: We kind of trailered it and then went into... Uh, uh,
0: uh, nihilism. Oh, well, oh, see, oh, Speaking of... You just remind me of nihilism. You, you were saying you cried. Uh, I don't Speaking think I've of ever nihilism. cried at a movie. Uh, but the scene when she is flashing her face through all the different scenes was probably the most emotional I've been in the movie, and yeah, in my, in my memory, I that was yeah. I I literally just sat in silence and like was about to like dissolve into the multiverse. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's wild, yeah. It
1: takes you on a trip.
0: It was that was what it felt like. It felt like a trip. Yeah,
1: love it. All right, you guys ready for a game?
2: Uh, yeah, hell yeah. All right. Do you have some something to write on? Oh, we need something to write on?
1: Just like your phone. Just somewhere you can store an answer so I know you're not cheating. We'll do oh, like so I'll You can just have tell to... me your answer still. Okay. But that way you can... Yeah, if, if you or you need think ver- of it you and you just don't it. I don't because I, I realize you have the black, the blurred background anyway, so I won't be able to see it. Right. But just, just tell me then. Oh, it doesn't... Okay, nice. Okay, this game is called... (laughs) that's true. Welcome to Zoom. This game is called... Okay, Nate, I get it. (laughs) I'm a moron. It's true. (laughs) Shut up, Nate. Nate, just because I'm the one that ruined technology this time doesn't mean you can make fun of me like we make fun of you every time. Uh, There was this this cartoon I was shown where they were... uh, There's one character on the comic on the far left reading out of a book And they say, okay, now we can play. And there's a board game set up in front of them. And then their two friends turned into skeletons because it took so long. And I feel like me and Jake are a reason that it takes so long when you try to tell us how to play a board game because we just make fun of you the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then the first turn I go, what do we do?
0: You know, it's not... It's What's funny is it's not just you guys. It's it's There's some kind of instinct to... (laughs) To be annoying while you explain video games or I think board whenever games that whenever has. Nate
1: starts telling people how to do something, they just immediately go yeah. down, how can I make him laugh in this moment? Well, see, or make everyone around me
2: laugh. He's so good at pretending like he's unbothered by the constant interruptions to the board game rules that the new game is I'm gonna make him crack.
0: Yep. <laughs> if he tells so me it's stop, not just some I instinct. Win. It's just me. Great. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's oozing
1: off of you. Okay, this game that I will now explain in less than thirty seconds is called Chicken Little or the Egg. I'm going to give you two things. You tell me which one came first.
0: I I feel like that was a dig. You can't these, these games you, you can't explain in thirty seconds. Yeah, I, 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 want a, it. I want a scale of game complexity to to explanation time. This is like Uno. This it's game like is Uno. way simpler
2: That's... than Uno. <laughs> Okay, it's like I'm this. this sure, game is.
0: I'm pretty sure this is a one sentence game.
2: No, this game is less complex than Slapjack, <laughs> because Slapjack has a contingency for if the same card is flipped. Oh, true. And this game has no rule for they both came out at the same time. You don't know that. <laughs> well, well, if there is, scary. what's the rule? That'd be <laughs> fucked
1: if I did that. No, I don't do that. Okay, the first choice, first set of choices you have. The movie Chicken Little.
0: You, you explained the game before we started recording, but you haven't explained the game oh. on the podcast yet.
1: I did. This, he I literally said, no. did. It was one Wait, sentence. I literally just did. I said, I'm going to give you two things. You tell
2: me which came first.
0: Uh, I made have talked over That's
2: you. That's the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not so easy to listen to game
1: rules, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not very fun. <laughs> you kind of want to ignore it and just try it on the
0: first one. I heard this game, which I'll explain in 30 seconds, and then I interrupted you. I did not hear your explanation, which was shorter than me interrupting you.
1: After you interrupted me, what did you do? Just think about how great that burn was and not listen to the (laughs) following instructions? Yes. Okay,
2: good enough. I feel like the game is explained by him opening off each question with which came first. (laughs) That's kind of all
1: you need. No rules required. Yeah, Nate has a master's degree.
0: You have to phrase each one in the same cadence as which came first, the chicken or the egg. Get the movie titles right. into the chicken or the egg. Do it.
1: Okay, then I'm just not going to give you the. How do I fit chit- Chicken Little into Chicken?
0: The, the Chicken Little or the. No, you, you just say it fast. Which came okay. what, what's the first? What's work? the first pair of movies? Yeah.
1: Chicken Little. Finding Nemo.
0: Yeah, which came first, the Chicken Little or the Finding Nemo? It works. Easy.
1: That's Come literally on. what I said. Yeah.
0: No, you said or Finding Nemo, not the
2: Finding Nemo, idiot.
1: <sighs> Which came first, the Chicken Little or the Finding Nemo? Yeah.
2: There we go. Are we Are we guessing?
1: I hope so. If you know No. Sentence, no are, are
2: we ready to guess? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I have the answers.
0: All right. All right, Nate. Nate what do we do? How do we do this?
1: Hold oh. it in front of you, and then I'll oh. say what the answers were, oh, yeah. or say it as you hold it in front of you. Jake, what was your answer? I can't see it. That's okay. Just say it. Chicken Little. Chicken Little?
0: Nate? Chicken Little, also. You can see my proof. Wow, it's blurring the words specifically. I know. That's why I
1: said it wouldn't work. Okay, so Chicken Chicken Little little. came out in 2005. Now, do you know why I picked Finding Nemo? Because Nemo started as an egg, and this is chicken and the egg. Isn't that cute? Finding Nemo came out in 2003. Oh Fuck
2: you. You're lying. Yeah,
1: it's a lot older than I thought.
0: That no. is shocking.
1: Wouldn't that be incredible if I missed up mixed up the first
0: one?
2: Let's uh let's take a vote. Who says Chicken Little came out first? I do.
0: Chicken is it just because Chicken Little's effects are worse? Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah it's Wallace and Gromit style. Yeah, so you think it's older than it is? Interesting, Dumb. right? Yeah. Next one. This one's the Will Smith edition. Slap us back to the '90s. Which came first, Independence Day or Men in
0: Black? Ooh, ooh, mmm, mmm. All
2: right, That's all right. I have my answer. I know. Th- I know this one. Okay, Jake. Independence Day, easy.
0: Agreed,
1: Nate. Yeah, Independence Day was 1996. Men in Black, 1997, nice job, one point each. Well done. Okay, the next one involves a thing and a movie, because I thought that'd be more fun. Which came first, The Invention of the Slinky or The Wizard of Oz,
2: the movie?
0: Wow, I was really, I was like, what movie are you gonna say that we're gonna have any problem? That's impressive. Yeah. Uh
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm still going to go Slinky. I'm going to go Wizard of Oz.
1: Wizard of Oz was 1939, and the Slinky is 1943. Nate with the Pssh. 2-1 lead. Pssh. If Jake had seen that movie, he might know that.
2: I've seen enough.
0: I mean, it's, it's hard to go back to, like, one of the first movies.
1: <laughs> That's you got to start from the beginning. You know what? You it holds up. Yeah, it really does. All right. This is the um, Jim Carrey edition back to the 90s. Uh, Which Which came came first? first? The end of his career. Or Liar, Liar. Or 23. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Liar, Liar is the first choice. And Dumb and Dumber is the second choice. Liar, Liar, Dumb and Dumber. Which came first?
2: R&M, I'm going to say, three. all right, Nate first this time. Yep, Nate liar, first. Liar Liar. Okay, Jake. Dumb and Dumber.
1: Liar Liar 1997. Dumb and Dumber 1994. Ooh. Two to two. We're tied. Good.
2: You guys actually got some. Express Fifty-fifty 50 50 shots. Sometimes you <laughs> guess opposite things. Hey, you know? know what?
1: The next game we play, guaranteed also 50-50. point. Yep. Okay. This is the Will Ferrell edition. We're going to go back to the early 2000s. Which came first? Anchorman or Talladega Nights?
0: I know that one. I think I know the answer to that for sure.
1: All right, Jake. I do too,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's Anchorman. Yep, agreed.
1: Anchorman, 2004. Talladega Nights, 2006. (laughs)
0: Okay. What a sharp decline.
2: Yeah, I uh, I know that because... Anchorman was his last good movie.
0: Yeah, in that era, Step F- I, I hate every Will Ferrell movie more, con- like, in a straight line. No, Step yeah. Brothers is better Step than that. Step Brothers Black Black is, Black 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 Black. is the worst one. Oh. Uh, Step Brothers? You're I actually Think left right. the theater. It's only happened twice ever. Wow, really? You're so wrong. What was yeah. the
2: other one? Uh, Anchorman.
0: <laughs> no, Anchorman's great. Anchorman's fine. Nate, le-
2: Nate left before the movie even started. That's how much he hated whatever movie it was <laughs> that he can't remember. He's like, it's seen. 2004. No, I, I can't remember. I remember
0: the feeling, but I this was like, it was in high school, like Step Brothers. <laughs> the I, only thing left of that movie is hatred.
2: Yeah, so it, it really not, is. not even the title. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. All
1: right. So it's It two, was two, a two, league right. of
2: their own, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is.
1: It's the women playing baseball movie with Tom Hanks, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, others.
2: I'm surprised Jake knew that one. That was a good pull. I only so, knew Rosie O'Donnell was in it. I didn't know about who? the others. I've never seen that movie.
1: <laughs> it's on TNT every day, so you can watch it. <laughs> um, so you both were extremely confident in that one and were wrong. What? I'd Wait, right? What? Yeah. No, no, you said you... Anchorman... Oh, Anchorman comes first. That's right. You're right. You. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking idiot. You lost yourself in your own <laughs> one-sentence rules. My bad. 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> That's why I was so, I laughed so hard when I said the year because I thought you guys got it wrong and you guys
0: oh. Like, oh yeah. And so you like, were really we're confused gonna... by our reactions too. Yeah, I was like you were really <laughs> we were both like so nailed I didn't point it. it out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, 3-3, three,
1: three. still tied. All right, this one's the uh, technology and space edition. Which came first, the release of the Nintendo Switch or the movie The Guardians of the Galaxy?
2: I'm ready with mine.
0: Nate, I have ready. no idea. I'm going to... Then we'll go I'll, to i I'll, I'll have my guess. Uh, yeah, I, you can go I'm going to guess Guardians. Okay. Same, Jake.
1: Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy 2014, the Nintendo Switch 2016. All right, last one. Which came first, the first Blu-ray player released, like to the public,
0: or? I thought you were gonna say the
2: year.
1: Team America: World Police, the movie.
2: I'm good to go.
0: All right, I'll I'll, I'll make my guess. Go for it. Team America: World Police.
2: Jake. Blu-ray player.
1: The winner, Nate. Team <gasps> America: World Police, 2004. Blu-ray player, 2006. I knew nice it was a trap.
0: Are
2: you checking? No. Nope. Wait. Hold on.
1: <laughs> I agree right, with this. I got am wrong. What? That's 2006.
2: Well, I was thinking because uh, the PS3 was a Blu-ray player, mm-hmm. and that came out in 2006. November eleventh, two thousand six, PS three yep. came out. Years later later. Wait, when was Team America World Police? Two
1: thousand four. Before it. That's why God. Nick. Got okay, the point. okay. Remember that one sentence thing you're giving me shit for three seconds ago? What do you mean? <laughs> I
2: I misheard the numbers. You forgot your oh, rules. Okay. Two thousand
1: four was Team America World Police. Two thousand six. Blu-ray player.
2: You know and what? It, if I would have thought about that because i knew that the ps3 was like one of the first blu-ray players ever.
1: i think it had uh wasn't it a later edition that had blu-ray player?
2: no. so so they announced it, people didn't even know it was a blu-ray player. Oh. Uh, was that then,
1: still when h oh yeah, cuz the xbox had hd dvd on it.
2: yeah. yeah, that's right. and then and then uh, oh and for dvd It was also a 3D Blu-ray player, and people didn't know that. And then later, when 3D Blu-ray dropped, PlayStation was like, oh, by the way, your PS3s are 3D Blu-ray players.
1: And by the way, just like your PS3, no one will want to play with you and watch a 3D fucking movie. I've never seen 3D movies
2: Yeah, 3D movies sucked. Guess what? Avatar. Ass. No one knows anything about your movie other than that it was Blue Pocahontas. Name one character from Avatar. Mm, that crippled guy this is this is well-trodden
0: territory but i will still say that when the first time i saw avatar in theaters and they do the over jungle shot i was blown away
2: it was it's it just was, not yeah. an
0: interesting movie
1: i mean yeah I yeah, you know porn, what it was a spectacle but i'm not gonna give up sex it was a know?
0: spectacle but i think that that's that's what i respect because he was like it is a spectacle we just got to slap a plot on top of it Are you
1: guys purposely saying spectacle because you just saw nope no is, but,
0: uh, nope, I know is
2: spectacle a it's, theme? A no. Theme it's a major theme it's movie. a theme of the movie yeah
0: yeah i wrote it down i keep no. hearing you say it and it's I'm like, is no it's, it's, I, it's on my mind but jake said it first actually so yeah
2: i said yeah i said it first because i said that's what modern marvel movies are is just spectacles yeah, yeah. that's why nope so good
1: all right, we're gonna go record the NOPE episode here, but first, we're gonna give you some recommendations for what to watch. My recommendation is Blackbird, the limited series on Apple TV+. It stars Taryn Edgerton as a drug dealer who gets caught, and the FBI says, hey, do you wanna go get a confession from this um, possibly crazy serial killer played by Paul Walter Hauser, who is incredible in this role and every role he's done? Uh, and he gets sent to a mental institution prison to get a confession out of him. And it is so good and so well done. I really enjoy it. So Blackbird on Apple TV+. Jake, do you have a recommendation for us?
2: Yes, I'm going to reiterate what was my last recommendation because we're fast approaching it. Lord of the Rings, the -hmm. Rings of Power, coming to Amazon, follows the story of the Lord of the Rings during the Second Age, uh, the trilogy and The Hobbit. Uh, took place during the third age, so this is a prequel, but it's gonna be long before. Like they're they're not even gonna be worried about the the one ring. Interesting. So so this so, is a pre recommendation. Like you're that confident? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the most expensive TV show of all time. You can't throw that much money at something and it'll be bad. That's science.
1: Game of Thrones season
0: eight.
2: I was gonna say that's all I can think of is examples. <laughs> what do you mean they spent more money than Game of Thrones? There's there's literally nothing to compare it. Plus, more, maybe they be well lit.
0: Uh, hey, Doctor Strange. I'm is not $200 saying $200, it's $200. gonna be bad. I'm just saying that's like bold, without having watched a single episode.
2: Also, what's interesting is they're going to condense down a thousand years of Middle-Earth history... That's just into, another way
0: that it could go wrong. I'm not saying that I think lifetime. it's... I know, I know. I'm just. I'm pointing this
2: out as the... I'm as saying you so,
0: reasons why I'm worried, not why I'm yeah. excited.
2: Well, they had to do that to keep the same cast of characters during all these historical events happening. That's worse! I know! But I had to bring it up since you brought up Game of Thrones Season 8, and I'm like, oh, what's funny about you bringing that up is they're also... Majorly condensing the time period of this. Oh, it's
0: infuriating. I'm I'm not so, saying it's gonna be bad. I've been avoiding anything about it, like the plague, and I'm gonna watch it. But, but, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna recommend it. Oh, I will. <laughs> Just so you're. I'm gonna to judge. I'm gonna judge it.
2: anyone who hasn't who hasn't seen it.
0: Mm. That I
2: believe. Yeah, that's fair.
0: I was trying to scroll through all my shit. I I don't. I don't really have anything. I haven't been watching stuff for the last few weeks.
1: What's something you wouldn't recommend then?
0: What's something I wouldn't recommend? Yeah.
1: Tell something not to see.
0: Thor. Thor? Thor. <laughs> I mean... Which one? All of, uh, I mean, everyone but Ragnarok. So the new it's Thor... Thor 1 you. is good. What?
2: Thor 1 is good.
0: Thor 1 is the example of making Cosmic Marvel boring. Oh Two-thirds of the movie takes place in a New Mexico town without any buildings.
2: Ooh. Okay, how about this? Uh Ragnarok on Netflix is better than Thor.
0: I haven't seen Ragnarok. I I believe you.
2: Oh my god. You have you, to you've see talked that. about
0: it. No, I know. I, I want to see it.
1: Alright, that's Nate's recommendation. Ragnarok on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not uh, how the recommendations mean? work. That's not- Oh, I thought that's what we were doing now—is just recommending things we haven't seen but
2: want to. Look, let me tell you about Lord of the Rings: The Second Age.
0: <laughs> it's it's certainly not generating any controversy for stupid reasons. The, no, the main reason I want to watch it is because of the idiots who are mad about it, right yeah. now, because I haven't watched any trailers. So that's well, my you only reason. You'd people know are, the problem if you watched the trailers. People are mad about black elves. Yeah.
2: like always yeah (laughs) the classic problem that's the only thing
0: i know about it because it's impossible to avoid because of fucking wait wait till they
2: learn that dwarven women have beards
0: (laughs) you know what i think they're gonna be pumped because i think it'll give them a chance to to explore it safely yeah (laughs) more things talking without damaging their fragile egos uh (laughs) if i haven't If if I don't know if I've already recommended it, but Hacks on HBO is great, and the new season just Mm. dropped.
2: All right, Uh, it's really good. Yeah, good choice. Speaking of things that we haven't seen, I am so close to pulling the trigger and watching The Wire. Damn.
0: I don't know anything about
2: it. it. I've just never had. I can I consistently yeah I consistently read and hear that it's like one of the greatest TV shows of all time. It's good. Have you seen Breaking People like Blue Bloods. <laughs> have, we Jake, have you seen bad? Breaking Bad? Well, yeah, I've seen Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Good. Well, I I saw most of it. I quit watching. There was some episode about some fly. Sorry. <laughs> <All right. laughs> some fly buzzing around a lab. I didn't even let you finish like, what your the joke. Hell is this? Yeah,
1: I knew it was coming. <laughs> the second he fucking said that, I knew some fly, some fly haters <laughs> was coming in the coming in the fucking room. <laughs> oh
2: my god. <laughs>
0: All right, looking at the cast... Talk of about matter, a spectacle. Right, I'm kind of into it. It's good. Idris Elba? Don't...
1: Yeah, don't let the second season slow you down. I'll just tell you that.
2: All right. All right. I'm watching Lost for the first time.
1: Let oh, the not... second season slow you down. <laughs> I I pushed through the second season. Like Seven like fucking
2: eight.
0: Wow. wow.
1: They have a Walking Dead problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Except well, that Walking had... Dead
1: had, like, good IP to pull from and they didn't so
0: oh uh if you're if you're into community at all and it's not the only reason but I've been listening to the Harmon Town podcast it's pretty fun mm. he's fucking he play d d on that one or no yeah he does okay yeah that's a good one it's Have great too uh yeah. yeah 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 why is it good oh i was saying it's great cuz like they I think the first couple episodes they don't play D D and they're like, Maybe we should play D D and then they just start playing D D for the rest of the for the rest of the show. It becomes like the big part of the show. That guy the the guy they're like, Does anyone is anyone in the audience a dungeon master? And a guy's like, I am, and he becomes a part of the show and eventually becomes like works with Dan Harmon.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. And if That's you imagine sick. and if you've never seen him and you imagine what a dungeon master looks like in D in D, he's yeah. it?
0: Yeah, he's exactly it. Typecast. He was born for this role. (laughs) Also his tone of voice. Basement. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's incredible. All right, everybody. We're going to go record Nope. Enjoy your rum. Enjoy your cinema. We'll see you next time.
0: Oh, I should have saved one of those recommendations.
1: (laughs) I was going to stop you, but you kept going. (laughs)